Teen Time Present Podcast On Demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.hk. Teen Time Podcast On Demand. Hello, Teen Timers. Last year seemed to have come and gone in the blink of an eye. There was no apocalypse, so thankfully we managed to stick around to ring in the new year. It's a cause for celebration, I reckon, and I've decided to do so by having a look back at the great things that's happened all around town in 2012. Nobody knows what it's really like, but everyone says it's great. Bernard Venet's visit to Hong Kong was quite a highlight for the local art scene. Teen Time contributor Andrew Dambina caught up with the famous French conceptual artist, who was here to show off seven of his sculptures as part of Le French May 2012. The type of sculptures that I'm exhibiting right now are indeterminate lines and also arcs. When I say that I use arcs in my sculptures, it means that I use uh, geometrical shapes which have uh, the form of an arc, an arc being a part of a, of a circle. I have also what I call indeterminate lines, meaning lines which are not determined mathematically, very free when I make them, I just uh, let myself uh, you know, improvise and do what I want to do. How did you select which pieces to exhibit in Hong Kong? We select pieces in relationship to the spaces which are available. The quantity of work first, depending on how many spots, how many sites the city is willing to give us. But then also there are pieces which are more or less uh, heavy, like uh, the one we have right now next to us, which is about uh, 18 tons, let's say. So you cannot just put it anywhere. Sometimes there are uh, spaces underground that you know which are still very fragile. And also the landscape. You know, here we have a beautiful view. Some people who have some interest in art will have a positive reaction. Some can be very demanding, and they might think that my sculptures are very bad. But uh, in general, people who are in the art world have a positive reaction. It happens very often that people like. To climb on my sculpture, I don't like it to tell you the truth because they make uh, spots, you know. If we could talk to the animals, learn their languages, maybe take an animal to breathe. Also in May, Teen Time got to soak in some of the fun. Fellow listeners Karen Lai and Eunice Lung enjoyed at Ocean Park with Andrew and our presenter Allison Howe. The two lucky winners of the question of the week went behind the scenes to visit the park's residents. These are the two dens for the golden monkeys. How often would they come in here? Actually, we provide free access for them at night, so they can choose whether to sleep in dens or in the living area. Now we're going to go past the den, look at the living area, and this is where all the public are watching the、uh, the monkeys. It's quite weird being behind the scenes. What do you think of that, Karen? Well, it's very exclusive. <laughs> yeah, it's the wick too. That's. Giant panda. I don't think I've seen him awake. Always asleep when you come here. Yeah. All、oh, right, we're lucky. <laughs> I've been here quite a few times, and I'm a huge fan of pandas. <laughs> the first time I came here to see the giant pandas, they were asleep. The second time I came here, they're okay. They're kind of awake, but not really doing much. And now he's totally chilling and eating and having a fantastic、wow. time. You've seen the whole daily cycle. Well, almost all of it. It's a really special experience because if it wasn't this. Tour, I I would never know what it would be like for panda and golden monkey. So you really enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> Great. And Eunice, what what was your best moment? I can see the panda directly. I see the eating、uh, in front of me, and I can see what they eat. A protest against social and economic inequality, Occupy Wall Street first began in August 2011, echoing that movement. Hong Kong too staged its own protest. 
through the occupying, it can build up a community or stronghold for uh, our movement to evolve and growing. We have built up a really good place for platform of uh, this ideal exchange. The people comes from every walk of life in Hong Kong. Around us we can see not only sofas and tables and chairs, but also a handful of tents. Yeah, yeah. Are you staying here overnight? A uh, lot of uh, members here, they stay on here, they sleep and most of the tents stay in the, in the tent. Now, there has been an announcement in newspapers that everyone's going to be moved on the 27th of yeah, August. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Uh, all the community has suffered this uh, loss of uh, our human, basic human rights being taken over by the Hong Kong Bank and uh, this uh, Hong Kong's uh, uh, jurisdiction. In that, our basic human rights, for example, in demonstration and protest against the uh, injustice in our community. But this has all been taken over. The remaining protesters were finally evicted by court bailiffs in September this year, ending one of the world's longest Occupy protest camps. The Hong Kong Philharmonic Orchestra is used to giving top-notch performances, but the musicians put together a charity concert like no other in October. The show raised much-needed money for an 11-year-old local boy, whose unfortunate serious medical condition is very costly to treat. My uh, very long-time friend and colleague, Ron Wilson, who used to be a cellist in the orchestra, and his wife, Kauri Wilson, who is an uh, assistant principal viola player in the orchestra, they have a son called Kenzo, who unfortunately one year ago contracted uh, leukemia, a very rare form of leukemia, and has had treatments and um, now unfortunately needs a lung transplant. And uh, this is basically going to cost a fortune. So I got together with some of my colleagues, um, and thanks to our concertmaster, Igor, who has very kindly really arranged this whole concert, we decided to raise some money for Kenzo, since that's what we're good at. That's what we can do, is raise money and play music, and that's it. We've decided to come together and do what we can in music, and uh, I think we've put together one of the most eclectic programs that Hong Kong's ever seen, probably. We've got every group of the orchestra being represented by at least two or three players. As the situation worsened, she's had no choice but to take time off from the orchestra to be with her son. We want him to get better, and we want her back, so we want to do everything we can. Part of Wan Chai was transformed into a creative hub when the former police married headquarters housed Detour 2012 Design Renegade from November to December. The three-week festival brought together local artists and designers from home and abroad to explore the city's public space. It's a pretty interesting site for this theme uh, because when the police station was active, right, it was this uh, sort of nerve center that sent out uh, police cars, almost like sparkling insects, out into the city to enforce social codes, right? That was the role of the police station, to protect people, public safety, but also to regulate behavior. And so I think it's sort of interesting that this year's theme, Design Renegade, is also centered in the police station where we're exploring social codes, you know, through our art and design interventions. My name's Caroline Mack. I'm an installation artist. For me, the interesting point was being situated in a building that was in, you know, an older part of Wan Chai and thinking about how I could incorporate the materials that were local to this area. And that's a wrap for you, folks. Join me and Choi for more Around Town happenings next Tuesday on Teen Time.